You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 444th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in lovely Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt in lovely Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in lovely western Massachusetts, where you guys, I don't know if you've heard, but Canada has officially declared war on the United States of America. I don't know what side you guys are on, little guy. You're kind of close to the border yeah. Could go either way. We may have a rogue element here, Tim. I don't know how we need to handle this, but this is a huge episode. It is a huge episode on the hugest day of the Tour de France so far. The first week of the tour has been fantastic. And coming a week after our annual American Flyers Sunday Stroll episode... Shots like were fired. To, I'd like to welcome all of the the, the normal listeners checking in for the Sunday stroll that have stumbled upon our podcast <laughs> record numbers of listeners mm-hmm. once again for Sunday stroll the, the disappointment after about 15 minutes when they log out um, you know but we were just getting to the good spots but if you haven't listened just go hurt a little listen to Sunday stroll let's get into it Tour de France today we'll start kind of maybe backwards let's talk about some of the best some of the coolest, and then just our normal let's, free-flowing conversation. Let's talk about the tragedy that happened in, yes. the, in the streets of France. No, I'm not talking about the general labor strikes that are you know, happening. I'm not talking about the unrest uh, across France. No, I'm talking about little-known, apparently Canadian, Michael Woods, chasing down yeah. the American dream and smashing it onto the ground. Ooh, like The American dream. That's... Can we call Mateus Jorgensen the American Dream? That's that's a pretty good nickname. I don't think we have to call him it. I think he lives it every day. So I'm on a couple of text threads. I want to give a shout out to, I think it was uh, Bill Scheichen of Sightcross Radio. May have been, may have been Michael Bodenheimer. Uh-huh. Um, or I'm on another thread, friend of the pod, Ryan Fisher. It might have been him. Talking about today's finish. <laughs> Just cover all your bases. Yeah. yeah, talking about today's finish. Okay. And about uh, how it was the, the most tragedy. North American the most North American finish of all time because there was absolutely no fans for the final like six kilometers. Like that it was just true. like like it was just like an American road race. It was they just probably, like yeah, some swaniers at the top. Right at home, yeah. Yeah. Like they're kinda <laughs> looking around going like, Oh, we're used to this. No crowds. Um by the way. Cool finish or worst finish? I can't quite figure it out. Oh. It had a what looks like a funicular uh, railway yeah. next to it. Cool um, points. Really cool. Cool point. But why not take people up in the train that then could come out of the train to watch the event? It was there was no one there except the Jadarms, who yeah didn't seem like they were really enjoying it. I don't think they had room for people. How, how are you gonna keep? Where, where are you going to put the people? There's a train. 
I know there's a train, Tim. I heard Tim's it, about to break into a, a a song about a monorail if we're not careful. They let they so, let Pogue's family up there. Pogue's mom and dad were up there. I'll, well, when you're awesome like Pogue, you can bring your family to these very elite VIP sections. <laughs> it was a cool it was a cool finish. First time in thirty years. Mr. VO2 Max himself, Michael Woods, takes the win. Vodder's got to be kicking himself, not paying that Israel pro- Premier Tech money to the <laughs> former Michigan. Do you think that's what Wolverine. it was? I think yes, one hundred percent guaranteed. I mean, that, Israel that, Premier Tech outbid yeah Vodder's. But also that team is as the guy who owns it is half Canadian or Canadian. So I thought so him and Woods are tight. You know it was. Painful to not see Jorgensen get on the podium, pedaling squares up the end. Mm-hmm. Great to see, and then to see Pogacar take it to Vingard was really cool. Um, yeah. Got an email, by the way, on uh, old uh, Vingard. Let me just get into that. Uh, this one comes to us from Andrew Hansen. Why is Bob Roll and Phil Liggett pronouncing Jonas Vingard as Jonas Vindigo? Did they both have a stroke? <laughs> Are there other famous mis- rider mispronunciations by these two? Hmm. A little too soon there, Andrew. A little too I mean, soon on uh, the stroke jokes. It's right there in your uh, question. It's Bob Roll and uh, Phil Liggett. That's why. Yeah. It is um, interesting, though, that we have come full circle where people are writing us for pronunciation advice rather yeah. than just to yeah. yell at us about our pronunciations. So. They just know what they're going to get here. So the American Dream is 46 kilometer, 46K out there by himself. Looks yeah. like he's going to take it 700K from the finish. Uh, the American, adopted American hero, Michael Woods, comes screaming by, taking the win. Pogacar puts like nine seconds into Vingard. Yeah, look And uh, what one hell of an awesome one week tour to France. Just think if you just coupled on one more week and you could have a hell of a great grand tour. I almost agree with you guys after how full and tiring this first week has felt for me, even as a fan, I cannot, I've loved wrap my head around that. There's two more weeks. It feels exhausting to think about. It's historically a three week tour has worked just fine because the first week so boring. It's kind of a write-off for any uh, any people who are interested in the GC battle. And yes. folks who are interested in, in fun sprints get, you know, all these stages, and then they can just sort of clock out and then sort of see what happened at the end, check back in on stage 21 in the Champs, and uh, everybody's happy. And now they're trying to mix it up and, like, change <laughs> things. Which is oh, great. Oh, it's so- tradition and God, and... Uh, <laughs> Do all these uh, horrible, horrible things. It really should just be a two-week tour is what it comes to. It should just be a two-week tour, but we mentioned it um, in the green room. The green room with the uh, flip in the script there in old Paris with the Tour de France introducing Uh. a new hipster green jersey. Now, what makes it hipster, Spencer? You're the one who's calling it a hipster green jersey. What what about this shade is so hip? I'm not saying that uh, big jersey has got their their foot in the door finally at the Tour de France, but uh, it's like they took tradition out behind the barn 
and uh, put it out of its misery at, at this year's Tour de France. I'm not sure what's going on as a longtime cycling fan. Frankly, I'm scared. Uh, I'm nervous. I don't know. I don't know what what so, to do without uh, ten man lead out trains uh, for seven days straight, and um, you know there's so, there's there's all kinds of nuance, and uh, I don't I can't process it. Speaking of tradition, uh-huh. um, for the record, I kind of like the new green jersey. I like mixing it up a little bit. The French. Oh, it's a nice color. Always, it's oh, a nice color. Fashion it, forward. The problem is. Why did they the, change it? It's like the a new leaders' jerseys. Look at this polka dot jersey. Perfect example. Yellow jersey, also a perfect example. They need to stand out. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they muted the green jersey. It's supposed to be ugly. You're yeah. supposed to be able to see it from the helicopter shot. Now it looks like a, a Bora Hansgrove jersey or a ah, Kaha Rual jersey or whatever. It just blends in the pack, uh, man. Like, I can't find. Old Jasper Philipson uh, on a moment's notice in a sea of well, you don't glistening bodies. You don't need to find him. All you got to look for is Matthew Vanderpool just taking out the trash for three stages of the Tour de France to deliver Philipson to a hat trick. Mm-hmm. Looked pretty good. Dominating really the new Mark Renshaw, a Matthew Vanderpool. Time. You know, I, all thought, this- I thought he won three stages, not two. Three. Yeah, yeah, three. He said three. One, three. Well, I'm pretty uh, sure uh, little guy convinced us a hat trick was two. There was a hat trick of yeah, Slovenians, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, uh, on this very podcast back. A little yeah, throwback yeah, go, there. Go look at this on my wiki on that, yeah. <laughs> so did, so uh, Matthew Vanderpool doesn't get anywhere near the love that Wout Van Aert does. Or the Wout hate, Van Aert though. Is working for his teammate. <laughs> no, I just... Wout's well, got what? a lot of hate this week. It's been kind of grumpy. Yeah, because he's because he's looking like Cavendish out there, just throwing water bottles and getting angry. Yeah, yeah. I like that. There's the. I like that we have a video of Pogue making fun of him as he cools Dude, down his trainer. Pogue's like, Pogue just stuff. built to win the internet every single day. I, he is it's just, amazing. Just him goofing around talking to Adam Yates. I think Adam Yates, right? Are we sure that Adam Yates is the the Yates that's on his team? Is it? No, it's someone from the Yates brothers. Okay, it's one of the. Whatever Yates we decided is, we got to stick with it. Anyway, yeah, so, Pogus made made to win the internet. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, stage one though, Kofidis won, right? Nah, stage. So two. that was cool. That was two. stage two. Okay, Kofidis won a stage, first time in 15 years. So that means we're gonna get stuck with them for another 15 years in the tour minimum. They've earned their keep. Yeah, they've earned. It. <laughs> you can't argue with those results. Win. It was, it was a ballsy move. <laughs> ballsy move. It was good Wins move. it on the line. What was it like? When did he attack out? Like 800? Yeah, in the last K, right about the K. Yeah, it was, yeah, it right was about the awesome. That's, that's why it see. seemed doomed because it. it was the classic, and we've all been there. You're in a race. They ring the yeah. bell, and somebody attacks right as the bell rings. Special. And you're like, come on. It feels a little too on the nose. It's like wearing the band's T-shirt to the show. You know, yeah. like, yeah, we all want to attack at the bell and do it with one lap. But, like, you go a little was, before, a little bit after, a little moment of surprise. Like, we're all, you hear the so, bell, your heart rate goes up already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking so of see, uh, wearing the band shirt to the show, <laughs> it just, was an extremely French attack on oh, an yeah. extremely French team. Yeah. I was just going to say, speaking of wearing the band shirt to the show, uh-huh. pretty sure anyone in the Tour de France for Cofidis probably could, like, you know, it could be someone 
off the side of the road wearing a Kofidis jersey from like 13 years ago. Certainly. It just has the number. I mean, it's, yeah. Speaking Dude. of wearing the band's shirt to the show, <laughs> how quickly going. do you think Mark Matteo was on the phone signing this guy to FDJ? I oh. saw a rumor that he's linked to Ineos already. That's how sad. That's how sad wow. everything's getting Ineos right now. That they're, they're... <laughs> <laughs> but that was a few days ago. Before how, I mean, how do you think? How do you think that went in the Ineos HQ when somebody uh, at a at a I imagine a boardroom type of conference table was like, "Okay, uh, I've got this uh, prospect we're looking at. He's on Cofidis. Do you think that person got fired immediately? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's a it's a new time at Ineos though. A uh, friend of the pod, uh, pod uh, Martin Steele, our 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 upcoming guide at the Glasgow World Championships, uh, took a picture of some Ineos soap. Did yeah. you see this Ineos soap from the uh, the supermarket shelves there? Probably at a Tesco. Oh, or maybe some kind of co-op. Gonna say, scraped off the top of the ocean from it's, somewhere that they had spilled it. Yeah, because you can make soap out of oil. Washing so it's is perfect. It's sports, sports washing is now hand washing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, so, Kofidis won. Stage mm-hmm. one was the uh, Yates Brothers Motor Company, which, by the way, if someone hasn't called Yates Brothers Motors in Fort Worth, Texas and ask for Adam. And when they say, Oh, Adam's not here. Be like, Oh, is Simon there. Um, yeah. they should do that. Just record it. Send it back to us. <laughs> It'd be great. We'll play it on the air. Certainly. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so the Yates brothers, that was cool. Were you surprised they didn't hold hands crossing the line? A little bit. I, I want to go, I got to go back and look at the results from the first stage, but currently Adam Yates after stage nine is at four thirty nine. And Simon is at four forty four. Is that the same gap as they finished <laughs> apart on the first I stage? They really are yeah. twins. <laughs> like <laughs> they're they're in fifth and sixth on GC. It's just good that they're on so different four teams. Four seconds. It was four second gap, little guy. Four oh, so they've a second has changed. Okay. Somebody snuck one um, out. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Wow. Adam's Adam is definitely the crafty older brother there. He's got yeah, you know that. Of, of, that's of gonna the be five, a long. That was the most painful one. That's gonna be a long flight back to Australia when this thing's over. <laughs> we're still we're still leaning into that one, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that bit will never get old. Yeah. So we, we got three three Brits in the top ten right now. Pidcock's in the yeah. top ten. So will Pidcock make the top five? There's a question for you. Rest rest day question. Will Pidcock <sighs> make the top five? I think it's possible. I mean, I think. They would rather he makes the top five than Rodriguez, though Rodriguez is a little up on GC right now, but he was, you know, he looks, he's faltering too. Neither of these guys has ever done three weeks for GC though. Yeah. And that's, that's my thought. I don't think he can do it. Well, they must think one of them, one of these two can do it because they've got Bernal working for them. Right. And you don't, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't throw Bernal that far under the bus. Like, you know, like if you didn't think one of these guys had a shot of holding a top ten at least, um, mm-hmm. so, I would also before we go on, I want to note, and I don't know when this was, but I am sure that at some point in the high two hundreds, low three hundreds, when Ineo signed Carlos Rodriguez to a long term contract, and we'd never heard of him, I mentioned on this show, who's this guy? <laughs> Why did they sign uh-huh. him to such a long term contract when? 
Uh-huh. We don't know anything about him. And he hasn't done very much in three years, but currently he's fourth in GC at the tour. <laughs> so if anybody, if our time travel listener gets back to this and he, he remembers what episode that was, just uh, shoot us an email because I, gotta... I want that timestamp and that credit uh-huh. of noticing this when this happens. We do have an email um, from our time traveler that we have. Really? To... Okay. Really? Yeah, just came Hopefully in. he's yeah, like, we'll Carlos Rodriguez wow. will never mount to anything. And I <laughs> so as you mentioned on episode three eighty nine, yeah. <laughs> so we got the two we got the two Jasper Philipson wins, um, <laughs> marred by controversy of Wout Van Art not being able to win, um, and also some like the 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 road turning to the right, and so yeah. Philipson going closest point A point B, fairly clean sprint. But one of like the one that I didn't get was when they went onto the motor track, like the race track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super wide, and they were still Carnage. crashing all over the place. Like, too it got wide. worse when it got on the racetrack. Yeah, yeah like, race got they worse. got on the racetrack, like, everyone just started running into each other. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, yeah, Race, car racing tracks are not good for bike racing. I, no, it's never yeah, fun. I, it never translates. Never fun. Well. It makes sense in theory. It makes a lot of sense. But it's what, never that fun. Now let me say something. What if you do a crit? On like a truck, uh-huh. like a semi truck training track. Just a, uh-huh. for, what about that? Like in the southern suburbs of a city. Defunct Minnesota races from over a decade ago. I'm trying yeah. to. Yeah, well, we got, yeah, yeah. We've got Jesse's pumped right now to hear this. A couple of people. I mean, I got second place at one of those races. See, one time. there you go. In You're the pumped. in the one two so, threes. Oh my god! That somebody right. dig that result up. That's so we've probably got... lost to the internet. <laughs> So then we got uh, Jai Hindley taking yeah. a, a win. That was yeah. pretty cool. I avoided looking at the internet a lot that day because I thought Spencer might be gloating. And so I tried to stay away from anything Spencer would be saying on the internet that day. Spencer, uh-huh. were you gloating or were you just gloating I inside? Held, I held back. I did oh, hold back because I did class act. I did think of you. Yeah, Class acts. Um, but my roller derby points haul will reflect how heavily I weighted my bets. Um on rollerderby.com for Jai Hindley. So. Well, you're looking good right now. Third on GC. Sage. So yeah. Good job. We still have one uh, 22K time trial left. That's it. It's it could be worse. Awesome. That's it. yeah. it's be better. It's going to be way better than the Giro. Um, and just think if it was one week shorter. Uh, so, and then you got uh, Pogachar taking a win. That was pretty yeah. cool. Very cool. He's back. You, uh, you guys been interested in this like back and forth with the uh, Jonas and uh, yes. Tadic, uh with a couple seconds here, a couple seconds there, or is it all just like mind it's games at awesome. this point and it's going to come down to minutes in the end? It's so awesome. No, I it's think it's like, going to come down to awesome. like nothing between these two. I love this. Really? I don't. This is great. I, this I, is, yeah, I. I think it's going to be. Uh, very, uh, very, very close at the finish, Spencer. Uh, they seem um, so like... closely matched. Let's just think about today on stage nine. Simon Yates mm-hmm. up the pace somewhere <laughs> around 4K to go. And you're like, oh, man, they're really moving. And then Pogue attacked. And mm-hmm. the only person who could follow it all was Jonas. But they were going 47 miles an hour faster than the other GC contenders. Yeah. They were going so much faster. It was frightening. You're knowing that, like... Simon Yates is, yeah, I don't know, an amazing climber, and yeah, he looks so, like one of us, getting dropped by by a pro. Now that's 
That's a brutal insult. That's just because our but heads are, are sized weird so, to our helmets, just like he is. It's not anything he's to do a, He's a pretty good climber. He might be like our Florida man. Yeah. yeah. Who so, won our Everest challenge. That's right. I, I crushed it. Um, so we've got uh, uh, Philipson taking another uh, sprint. I think that was the one that Cav uh, got second. And then, yes. which was, you know, classic Cav fashion, goes back to the bus, complains about the Shimano. It's the Shimano's fault. I um, mean, I'm sure it was. Having ridden Shimano for many years at this point, <laughs> I uh, I don't doubt the legitimacy of that so claim whatsoever. <laughs> he, um, I was a little, uh, I guess I don't know how to feel about it. I want him to beat Eddie Merckx because I really kind of don't like Eddie Merckx. Um, he didn't do it for me in American Flyers. And he just like... <laughs> You know, the way he treats uh, Remco and some of the other Belgians, it's kind of like, right, you right, know, right. It'd be he's trying to Cavendish, defend his Cavendish crown. got some media, got some uh. media training. So, you know, it's got a good story there. You kind of want Cav to get it. Um, here's the question for you guys. Okay. Cav breaks collarbone next day. Um, yeah. You think he's yeah. done? Pretty tragic. I feel, I, I felt pretty bad, even though like. It's so, a bad way to go out. It's true. It's, it it's, is. It's a hard way to go out. It, historically silly season right now for cycling, which is a wild concept that it's the Tour de France, the biggest thing happening, and it's also silly season. All the contract talks are happening behind the scenes, probably on the rest day on Monday, tomorrow. Um, I think if he's going to do it, he's got to make a decision like right now with a broken collarbone before he leaves the tour. I mean, teams would be willing to take him. Like it's not Vino's the media already, that he brings. Vino like, put I mean, his a hand second up, place said he's got yeah. another contract. That they, they'd offer him another contract. Astana. So yeah, he doesn't have to go far. You know, he could. I'm so, I'm pretty confident he was going to get that win at some point in this tour. Yes. Yeah, that second yeah. place was pretty clear. There's still Philipson. But there's still so good though. Five five or six sprint stages left. Mm-hmm. Um. So then you've got uh. Mar- Mads Pedersen. Um, boy, uh, did oof. we... Uh, like, it was cool to see Pedersen win. Don't get me wrong. Love the guy. Love the guy. But, oof. Did we, like... I feel like, Tim, you spent a good five or six minutes on an episode a couple weeks ago talking about how I amazing... I know. They this just stopped. Uh, let, let me just, let me just take it. jersey was going to be... Let me just say, from the behind, from the back, uh-huh. it's okay. an amazing-looking jersey. It's fantastic. Okay. Um, I forgot. I I forgot the branding requirements of Lydell. (laughs) I forgot. Okay. I forgot how like how they're like Target and how they're like any major company that just like you cannot mess with our logo. Um, There's a famous example of this in NBA circles. So if you watch the NBA, they have jersey patches now. The Oklahoma City Thunder are a blue team. They have a blue home jersey and they have a white jersey and they have the ugliest uh, sponsor. It's Love's Truck Stops. How fitting for Oklahoma. But it's that bright yellow with a heart and it never changes. It doesn't match. And this is what Trek had to work with. And it's basically, there's only one Lydell logo. Uh And it's like a square. Like they they don't even have like a word, you know, 
Some people have like, oh, Target has like a word word mark with Target at the end. So you're saying Lydell, a multi-million dollar national multinational corporation, couldn't provide the Trek team with a transparent PNG. No, they they basically they basically gave them the clip up, right? Like it's now. I will say that I was out uh, celebrating the Fourth of July on Long Island, and I was I came across the uh, like one of the tunnel from Manhattan onto Long Island to drive, um, drive, uh, onto the Island. Lydell logos all over the place. Apparently they're in the States. Now the grocery store is in the States. And so cool sponsorship. And also on the side of the highway, that logo is not changed. It's a even equal, you know, it's an equal square with Lydell in the middle. So I think the worst part is what has happened to the national championship jerseys. Um, oh, no. And I want to talk specifically about the uh, U.S. Uh, national championship jersey of uh, uh, Quinn Simmons and the way that that Liddell, the, the way that that Liddell uh, logo is there. Like, remember when USA Cycling had this whole like freak out about rock racing with the rock racing national championship jersey that they made for Tyler Hamilton? Rock's not dead. Uh-huh. And then they were like, no, firm standards. You've got to have the stripes. You've got to have the blue shoulders with the field uh-huh. of stars. Uh-huh. I, and then Trek had to like put this for their brand standards of the Lydell thing on there. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. bad. It's pretty it's bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> like the back of the jersey makes it work. The front of the jersey, man, I forgot about that. Can you have a two-faced jersey like that? Like a Harvey Dent, District Attorney Harvey Dent of back Batman fame, where like one side of the jersey is really good and then one side's bad? Why I'd not? have to do some research, but certainly that has been the case for several teams <laughs> in the past. I can't imagine it hasn't been. Um, so what a fall from grace. I think oh. Trek makes up for it though with the uh, the bikes, the paint jobs of the bikes. That's cool. I'm the trying bikes to find look incredible. Like, yeah. the, the bikes look great. Michael Moran, friend of the pod, great job on the bikes. They look good great. job. Good job. Um, so yeah, that uh, that 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 jersey. We did get an email on this real quick. Um, this one came to us uh, from Kevin McClendon. Clearly a marketing miss. Picture this: uh, Chuck Liddell. USA Championship jersey for the Trek Little Liddell jerseys. Do you guys know who Chuck Liddell is? I do no. not. No. Why would I? He's a he's a UFC he's a UFC fighter. Oh, UFC. Okay. yeah, yeah. There you go. So, this is right up your alley. What, yeah. what better that. way to show American pride than to have Chuck Liddell um, there in the in the kit? There you go. That makes sense. I like it. So. And then today, obviously, we talked a little bit about the Michael Woods victory, which is pretty awesome. Pretty cool to see. Congratulations to him. Anything else you guys want to talk about on the uh, Tour de France? Week one, nine days in the first week. It's great. Love it. I'd like to mention, uh, Spencer started this off by sort of claiming that I maybe would side with Michael Woods and the Canadians in this war against America that they started Yeah, we're watching you. Because I live so close. I I crunched a couple of numbers here on some uh, Google Maps. We are Uh-oh. about exactly the same distance from Canada. I don't know where exactly your your point of entry is, but I found a couple routes about uh, 
280 some miles for you and some for 280 for me. So uh, <laughs> I don't how think many, how, I don't how think how we should be looking that? past you as a trader. How many is that in kilometers, there, little guy? No idea. It's the distance from uh, Paris to Milan upside down. I don't know. It's, uh-huh. it's like well, how yeah. they do Tim, that. Tim, call the feds. This guy, <laughs> this guy's a, a plant. He 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 knows about kilometer distances. Yeah. Yeah. Should have just bad. said what's a kilometer. Next he's gonna next he's gonna tell us what the temperature is in Celsius. Uh, uh-huh. uh, so um, oh, still so taking nominations today. Oh, 31. Oh. oh, sorry about interrupting you there, Tim. Um, let's uh, let's get. We're still taking nominations uh, for our correspondent. Uh, Simon Geshka has not gotten back to us. Um, so we're going to, you know, keep this open. I, I, uh, let's go with Caleb Ewan this week. <laughs> wow. No. no. Wow. He needs, he needs a win. Let's no. not. Let's not. No. no pick someone no? else. Let's check I in mean, with, uh, let's nice wait, whoa, whoa, take whoa. whoa. Like, what is it with Caleb Ewan? The, for me, this is my personal, <laughs> is that, uh, what did we have? Like multiple years of every commentator talking about Caleb Ewan. Oh, he's going to get the win. He's going to get the big win. What has he done? He's choked for two or three years now and every chance he's had for a big win. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear about him anymore because he's an English yeah. speaker that keeps choking. And I like my English speakers to be like Michael Woods. So winners. Mouth. Okay. Winners okay, like well, the Slow Ride podcast. Well, how about this? How about we go with the 16th <laughs> place finisher of the 2023 French National Championship? Of oh. course, I'm talking about Tour de France 2023 stage winner Victor Lafay in this nah, week's That's what I'm talking about. So everybody, and uh, yeah, enjoy your Star Ride podcast. All right, here we are in the Prima. Major shout-outs to all listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out about our lovely array of shows. Major shout-outs to the Grodio, continuing to slay it with Amanda Nauman's uh, personal one-on-one interviews happening in the world of gravel bike racing. We'd also like to thank, uh, or sorry, have you uh, check out um, Cyclocross Radio when that uh, gets going but also the coverage that you're going to start seeing on some of the mountain bike coverage that's going on with the UCI um, World Championships. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Criterium Nation's definitely going to have some news about the NCL and the various crit leagues around the country. So with that, head over to wideanglepodium.com. And we have our returning sponsor, once again, Hammerhead, the Mm -hmm. best bike computers in the business. Head over to hammerhead.io to see more and learn more about the Karoo 2, one of the easiest using computers with a giant touchscreen, super easy to set up, and it does all you need from a GPS and recording uh, preference. Check it out. You go to hammerhead.io and you use the slow road, the sorry, the code slow ride to get your very own heart rate strap. You guys think uh, Michael Woods used that climber feature today? He knew exactly when to attack. It seems like he did. It seems like he did, because he teed up that last climb, almost like he had a really good idea how that climb was going to go. Like he had, like he had he a pacer. Yeah. yeah. I just couldn't help but notice the camera angle was kind of perfect, the way they uh-huh. came up the last was, of the climb yeah. being so steep, that all you could read on the bike was just the hammerhead there right in the front. Like They got their money's worth right there. 
They like, did. Oh, they're getting their money's worth right now. Uh, works. For and Mike. I mean, if that wasn't enough to convince you, you know, uh, obviously the Slow Ride Podcast expertise, we have long said the 16th place is a predictor of future things. Uh, as as Tim just pointed out, European correspondent, trialist, um, Victor Lafay, uh, getting 16th place at the French National Championships and then following it up, what do you know? A surprise winner at the Tour de France? I think not. Over at the Slow Ride Podcast, we do know what we're talking about. Uh, and so when we recommend that you head over to hammerhead.io and check out the Carew 2 um, of Michael Wood's potential enemy of America, but that's okay. Not yet. Not official. Um, go check it out. Uh, it, it's his computer of choice as well as ours. And uh, you can save yourself a little bit of cash by using that code SLOWRIDE at checkout. Let's get back to the show. Hi, everyone. I'm Jens Folk, and I do not listen to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, before we get into the Slow Ride Podcast uh, email bag, I just got a quick question. If it's a Canadian draft, who are you taking with number one pick, Michael Woods or Derek G? Ooh, Oof. future or the wow. current reigning champion of Canadian cycling. Michael Woods, I will remind you, has won the Japan Cup. And in a very crafty way. Very crafty. So I'm asking asking you guys before we get into the mailbag. This is the hardest question that has ever been asked on this podcast. In 444 episodes. I'm trying to think, like, so if you're going to do a Canadian draft, like like, who else would there be right now? I mean, it's... Well, yeah. Allison Jackson would probably be yes. my number one pick, but yes. between the choices that you've given me, I think I'm going to lean towards Woodsy as well he's until I see a little bit more every, from Derek G. He's won stages in every Grand Tour, right? So, Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, that was a fun, but I'm with you. Uh, Allie Action Jackson uh, is definitely uh, warranted for the uh, the first pick. Um, let's get into the mailbag. Um, by the way, major shout outs to, um, a new, uh, review that we got head over to wherever you read reviews, write reviews, put them on Yelp. I don't care, but in particular, Apple podcasts or Spotify, give us five stars. If you'd like, or one star, it's cool. New review, five pepper emojis for the spiciest cycling podcast around (laughs) five stars. (laughs) I love this spicy podcast with three spicy hosts delivering hot fire on a weekly basis, mispronunciations, factual inaccuracies, and a per- <laughs> pervasive undercurrent of unprofessionalism <laughs> form the foundation, foundational bedrock of my favorite listen while riding my bike. I cannot emphasize enough how spicy this podcast is. Oh. Then it cuts off. Then it cuts off. I don't know if there's more, but uh, thank you, Zephyr Meister. Zephyr Master. Sorry. You mispronounces. No, no, their no name. mispronunciations on this uh, show. Zephyr Master. Great name, by the way. Love it. Zephyr. Underutilized mascot. Tim, I think that, um, uh, that review is directed right at you with the spicy peppers. Yeah. You know, it also to all of Richmond, Virginia. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it is, it is what it is. Um, 
So you can always email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Once again, that's slow ride podcast at gmail.com. Greetings from the past and present. Hello, I'm so friends. I'm so excited. Hello, friends. It is me, your time traveling friend. Seen at the last day of a drawing festival in Aries. This is a visual representation of my relationship to the podcast, where in the real world, Remco has just dropped out of the Giro and the tour and the Volta. But in my slow ride world, he's just won the Volta. I apologize for the reflections on the glass and the possibility you have seen this J.J. Semfei drawing a million times. And it is of the Tour de France, the Peloton riding off into the, uh, the, the, the wheat fields and one rider way off the back, trying hard, desperately to catch up as all of the fame and fortune rides away. <laughs> um, by the way, Spencer, if I waved at all my fellow cyclists here, I would fall a lot. Cheers. Warren. Just introspective this time. Yeah. Yes. He's going to fall a lot. Why is he going to fall a lot? I don't know where well, Aries yeah, I mean, is. Do you guys know not Aries good France? at riding with one hand, I guess. I don't know. But okay. Aries France, maybe down in the Pyrenees. That's what the old Google machine says. Um, good. Uh, well, good. you know, I hope that it's a fun journey back in time. He's he's gonna have updates. a yeah he's gonna have a lot of exciting things to catch up on um, <laughs> going forward. So this will this will be interesting as always. But um, yeah, keep waving. You'll get better at it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we got another email. Uh, Matt Milner, friend of the podcast, uh, did some quick research. Spencer, this is kind of right up your alley. Uh, the spirit could be yours uh, quickly uh, for one cent. You could buy spiritofgravel.com. Any takers? It's a little rich for my blood. Okay, so spirit of gravel, um, probably going to be gone when we read this. Someone's going to take advantage of that one. Certainly. Um, we can also buy kleincorner.com, uh, also one cent for the first year. Now that's interesting. That's that's, okay. that's very interesting. <laughs> for the first year, what, what do they charge you the second year? Yeah, it's like $22. It? Yeah, that's $22 if you want to make right. some money. Can they we kinda... monetize it for at least $23? Now, now little guy. Certainly not. <laughs> right a $10,000 value for $3,888. It's almost as good as investing in a TJ Van Garderen NFT from the 2019 uh-huh. tour. Uh, Matt Milner has an littleguy.com. On offer for you, yeah. But it's three thousand bucks. Three thousand, but they're telling four me it's four thousand dollar value. It's a ten thousand dollar value. Okay, um, they calculate that. So yeah. we'd like to remind well, everybody okay. to head over Come to wideanglepodium.com, become a donating member of the podcast. <laughs> well, well, okay, you gotta have a little more confidence than this, but you're you're certainly worth ten k. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Right. My brand. Yeah, yeah. it's your Think brand. Of your brand. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, that's a little rich for my blood. I think Clan Corner is a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Weiss hits us up. All it says on this email on the subject line is Kofidis with three exclamation points. Mm-hmm. And then the body is, that is all. You guys are the best. Jay from the Bronx. Love it. I feel like we did cover the tour for a bunch of the uh, first half of the show. I am... 
shocked at the restraint little guy has been showing about this uh, this Kofidis result. First time they've won a tour stage in 15 years. Did either of you realize it had been 15 years? No. Truly, in your heart of hearts. You thought they won like two, three years ago. I figured I, you know what I think I was actually giving Geska the the win, and I wasn't thinking about the fact that I think he was on Sunweb or something when that happened. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I I feel like Katusha probably won a stage uh, more recently than uh, than previous to that <laughs> that stage win this year. That actually would be a pretty good. Like, what teams have won stages that no longer exist in the fifteen years that Kofidis hasn't won? It's possible. Katusha. There's got to be a, there's got to be it's, some amazing ones in that. It's possible like, that Milram won a stage of the tour. Girl Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> oh was, my goodness. Gesh, Geshka wasn't on Milram when he won the tour stage, was he? Oh, I have no idea. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, I I mean, little guy, this should be pretty easy to to find, right? Like I, I know, mean, I like, know. Who, I, I keep talking. Keep vamp, vamp. Okay. <laughs> Oh, don't, don't worry, little guy. I'm already like 15 years ago. I'm just going to go to the 2013 tour um, mm-hmm. and just see who uh, who won some of these uh, stages. So uh, let's see. So there was. <laughs> no, Geshka was on There's uh giant. Arika. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Ar- Arika Green Edge uh, won a stage. Uh, <laughs> oh, little oh, guy. Just the times. So the sad. times there are. Uh, Ara Hummin. What a, what, a, what a time to be alive. Um, let's see here. Uh, Justin Bristol, friend of ours from Savannah, Georgia, lovely town, uh, sent us the email from the National Criterium League who were moving mm. their race in Atlanta from downtown Atlanta out to the Porsche Experience Center. It is a 1.2-mile circuit, circuit race on the track, Spencer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the only way you can watch it is to pay $220 to get into the <laughs> VIP lounge. Wow. But it's all, all inclusive, complete with food, beer, wine, and non-alcoholic beverages. Okay. Um, all right. I'm so listening. I guess, we, I guess we know how they're going to pay for the, uh, the track. Um, in totally so, unrelated news, NCL has also canceled a DC stage. <laughs> yeah, a uh, lot going on there at the old NCL. I am excited for uh, Rob Kelly uh, uh, to cover that over on Criterion Nation coming up because uh, I don't know what's going To be fair, I didn't know what was going on ahead of the NCL season kicking off. I still don't know, and it's changing all the time. <laughs> I kind of so love they- it. They got a new CEO, so they've got that going for them. Uh, yeah, for that's them. always a good sign. And, uh, yeah, so they canceled the DC stage. They're still going to do it in Denver. In Denver, it's around Dick's Sporting Goods Park in Commerce City, uh, Denver. For anybody mm-hmm. that's been in Denver, Commerce City is like way out by the airport, so it's not even in downtown Denver. So, um, you know. The airport in at least the Miami uh, the Denver, Beach race happened. Yeah, Denver International Airport does not feel like it's in the state of Colorado. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's no, how far away it is yeah, from Denver. Yeah, even the front. Yeah, it's they can't even claim to be front range elite. Uh, um, it's just uh, the NCL. We we barely knew you. We barely knew you. Uh, uh, yeah, looking looking forward to the coverage of that. Um, kind of hoped they could shake something up, but they're no they're no hammer series, unfortunately. 
Yeah, well, they kind of are. It's uh, <laughs> it seems to be going <laughs> oh, <no>. that way. <laughs> um, in other news, uh, Belgian Waffle Ride uh, has uh, um, responded to the war on woke and is uh, violating all decency. And uh, starting immediately will no longer be uh, uh, um, has an open category. And they are uh, going against any type of governing body and uh, regulations that are common in the sport for uh, folks um, that are participating in their uh, identified gender. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the, the policy itself is pretty <laughs> shocking and... Uh, it's disgusting. Uh, uninformed, it's disgusting. yeah. The, the one where it's like you can... You can request a check on the gender of the individual that beat. You. That's wild. Yeah, that was so, that was insane. Someone shared basic, that on our Twitter basic account. Human rights Certainly yeah. not going to be like abused. Rights. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. No. How could that be abused? I just it's see. weird that the women's category has a, a, a requirement that somebody must be like assigned at birth, but the men's category is like whatever. And then we also have an open category. Yeah, it's it's a very awkward, uh, poorly thought out thing that's obviously very screwed up and backwards. But one of the weirdest parts of it was the announcement on Instagram. The photo was of a waffle, and it's just weird. Like they're like, here's a picture of a waffle. Oh, and yeah, we're super transphobic and did some weird backward stuff uh, to our categorization of people. It's like. What's crazy the, is... Did they think it would fly under the radar? It's super weird. It's so weird, but then the mid the midstream change into mm-hmm. of the race season, disgusting. Because right. it's right. a complete reaction to friend of the podcast and one of the hardest working cyclists we've come across, Austin Killips, for taking mm-hmm. the win. Um, and just, yeah. Anyways... There's a lot wrong. I won't be, I uh, won't be going. <laughs> no. Belgian Belgian Waffle Ride, uh, to my knowledge, is the first race that's really come out with a, a hard policy about this. And they're going to be the first ones on the wrong side of history moving forward. Um, someone's got to lead the way to the wrong side. So we yeah. Can... Which, uh, yeah. I mean, the race kind of has a history of being a little backwards as it is so i guess it makes sense another uh, topic we haven't talked much about this week um unfortunately is uh uh, uh the women's uh giro de don yeah Do, it's true. i mean i i have not been able to watch it uh classic uh scheduling overload but uh van vluten mm-hmm. takes the win wish i mean i should be watching more bike racing anyway just to be happier in my life and uh, <laughs> I think watching Van Vluten, reading about it, uh, would uh, would help. Obviously, the weather's been like massive. The weather's been year. wild. Yeah. Uh, canceled stage one. I don't know if you saw some of the photos. But it was uh, pretty bananas, and like a huge number of the peloton. Well, there was a time trial, but like a huge number of the participants like crashing during this stage because it was so flooded out and just like hydroplaning everywhere. Uh, yeah, so canceled that and then continued on uh, the great stage race that looked super exciting. Uh, I, I, I We've talked about this before, the scheduling with the starting at the same time as the tour 
lot of hype around cycling right then, but also, yeah, tough to follow so much action. Yeah, and we do so have time in the day. The yeah. tour, mm-hmm. the women's tour coming up with Zwift uh, in about what two, like a month. Mm-hmm. It's right. It's right before Worlds, I believe. I have to look at the calendar. But anyway, um, yeah. anything else you guys want to cover before? Uh, I mean, little guy, there's one thing here in notes. I don't know if you want to admit it, but you said you want uh, Slow Ride Podcast funds to buy a recumbent. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this request is going to be denied, little guy. Uh, well, I just figured I'd talk to my managers and see what I can <laughs> do. You know, uh, Sometimes you need different tools to do the job. And, uh, so yeah, it's nice so a recumbent. That can help what are we... You, uh, what are we what are we talking about with this recumbent? Is it a recumbent trike like Cat Trike, made here in Orlando, Florida? A wonderful company. <laughs> nice local plug. I love it. Yeah. No, uh, I, you know, I've been uh, I've been thinking it'd be a fun little thing. It, it's only so many new kinds of bikes to try. Under under seat steering. I I really I Short think that would be more comfortable but i really like the rans rans i don't know r-a-n-s i don't know how you're supposed to pronounce these brands because i've never heard a human speak them i can't tell if he's making it's happening spencer no it's it's happening it's like the thing that you and i have talked about uh on countless rides when we're riding immediately behind little guy all right it didn't i mean it happened so fast though he turned 40 it seems like just last week he his was knee, normal. His knees are hurting. Uh-huh. He still wants to get out on the trail. My ankle hurts uh, all the time, man. It's do you uh, think? I mean, uh, how how high of a flag do you think little orange flag do you think we can get for him if he gets overcoming? Well, this is how part I was going to sell it to the podcast. The, there's a the there's a couple bike. good, but there's a couple good looking ones on Craigslist that are uh, sub two twenty five. There's a couple I would consider in that two hundred twenty five bucks. There's a there's a sweet one for 175 in Apple Valley. I kind of want to go check out. Um, little guy, but little guy. I'm willing to guy. put two flags on this bike: one safety and one one a team flag. You know, the little, little slow ride podcast flag. You know. Okay. All right. I'm listening. Like is it a, is it a, like, hey, I'll check out that podcast. Little guy, is it a Rand's Rocket? No, I I really like the the Nimbus. There's a Nimbus that's kind Ooh, of expensive locally, and there's a. There's a there's one on Craigslist locally that I think what? is just mislabeled. Hang on. That's why the price is hundred and seventy five dollars. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. I went to the bike shop not that long ago. You can't find an entry level anything bike for uh, under two thousand dollars at this you point. Think of who the customers are, Spencer? You know. Like, I'm just saying. I am thinking about the customers, and now all of a sudden I'm thinking, why aren't we all? racing these criteriums at the Porsche Experience Center on recumbents because it would save us a lot of sponsorship dollars that we could put elsewhere to like paying salaries and things like that for all these professional teams. This could be the future. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's two prices with, with used recumbents, uh, a little bit I've learned. Dirt cheap, people wrote it one time they wanted out of their garage. Yeah. And... And people who are like, I spent three thousand dollars on this. I want twenty seven hundred. I only wrote it four times. And there's just those two people. Uh, but I only want the old ones anyway. But there's a sweet Rans Rans well, tailwind. You know, you know what? I, you know what that is, bag. little guy. Yeah. The reason there's no in between because all the rest of those people 
are out there enjoying their recumbent life. No, it's true. So it's true. living the dream. Okay, have you? How much research? So I used to sell Rand's bikes, right? So okay, the, I like the I, Rand's. I like the look of them. So that's all I'm well, going on. That's a, I like that's the a look. Sh- okay, so typical campy just, guy. Just just, uh, just park that one over there for a second. Um, they no longer hey. make them new. You, you so, can't park it over yeah. there, Tim, because so Rans, it's too big. It won't yeah. fit on the bike rack. Yeah. So Rans, Rans no longer makes bikes. They still make their airplanes. Uh, not shocked that they were an airplane slash bicycle manufacturer. Um, kind of, uh, and when we're talking Spain, uh, uh, planes, Spencer, we're talking um, uh-huh. single seat. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no. Seat. This <laughs> okay. makes perfect right. sense. Little guy okay. being a sob man as well. Um, they make gliders? It seems like they make gliders. That would be kind of their thing. This is a tangent I didn't expect to go on in this episode, boys. So, so little guy, they have, there's some pretty ugly rands out there. Wait, a recumbent that's ugly? I no. There's some that like look like you're kind of like, all right, I can see how that'd be cool if you put like a big fairing on it. Oh my God, Tim. And it becomes an HPV. You yeah. can race it on the I don't bench. know if I'm ready for the fairing yet, but maybe it would be after one. Tim, ride. did you recently like, turn 40 going, as well? Like, no, I'm not getting one. I did just have a birthday. Interesting. No, 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 no. I will, no, not getting a recumbent. I'm just trying to give little guy an out here. Make uh-huh. very clear. The only reason he should buy a HPV is that people can't see him in it, but then he could still have fun riding it. See, that's the key. He'd have I to get like no, no, no. So, yeah, you've got a wrong. Exactly. You are not in the mindset of a person who buys a recumbent. They want to be known as the weird recumbent so guy. Is this the? Is this is the? Is this is where? This is actually a really good test. They need so little to be guy seen. does that. Little guy doesn't really like talking to people about bikes or anything. He's kind of a hermit. <laughs> but here he is think. on a. Here he is on a recumbent. Is this like his? You know, we were talking earlier about Two Face with the Trek kit. Great in the this back. Is, this is the questionable thing. up front. So here, here's the difference, Sam. I can explain it to you. Yeah. Little guy will not embrace the brand new Campagnolo wireless 12 speed shifting because a certain kind of person will come up and want to talk to him about it. And he doesn't want to talk to that kind of person. But if he rolls up on a weird old recumbent, much like his weird old fleet of vehicles that he has in his driveway, there's a certain type of person who will come up and talk to him that he is very excited to talk to because they are on his wavelength. You make sense. You're making sense. I'm gonna go listen to Wavelength by Van Morrison. When we're done with this too. Just, just put that in my uh, that's that's a jam. You guys check it out. It's a jam. Well, best of luck on your uh, recumbent search, little guy. Um, I'm a big fan of underseat steering. I think it looks cool. Yeah, I I've only ridden a recumbent once, and it was like twenty plus years ago, and I wasn't and the ready. The short you know? the short wheelbase is cool. I really like the yeah. long wheelbase. Yeah, you don't want that. I, you so guys just... are gonna have to take this offline. I okay. do not right. care. All right. All right. I kind of think the long would be fun. <laughs> just kind of lazing along, just like just like. Like even if you fall asleep, your momentum's gonna keep you going a long time. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been fun as always on the Slow Ride Podcast. Make sure you email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com. You can still find us on Twitter. We're on threads. 
and we're also on Instagram at the Slow Ride Pod. Um, yeah, so check us out there. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out about all of our shows and independent cycling media. And of course, our good friends at Hammerhead for their continued support of the podcast. That's Hammerhead.io. And enter the promo code SLOWRIDE to get your very own gift. And with that, this is Tim in lovely, hot and humid Orlando, Florida. This is Matt, Minneapolis, shopping for recumbents. You guys, there's a Trek recumbent with a shock. 500 bucks, though. Too rich for my blood. This is Spencer out in western Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road, no matter what gender they said they were when they signed up to your event. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. There's an elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, it's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds, but we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation.